I've never wanted two hours and 15 minutes back anymore in my entire life. And we're going to tell you why as we review the first of three Full Metal Alchemist live action movies this week on Shonen and Suds. Cody. Cody. <laughs> I didn't have it in me. This week this week has just been wrought with tragedy. It has, Chris. It has. And this movie did us no favors. Um, no. No, it didn't. <laughs> none at all. Um, but we've got, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. I'm going to eat. I know that. Oh, yeah. We're going to throw down on some grub. Um, but, Chris, we got to... Before we can get to, you know, the Thanksgivings, the Skanksgivings, the Friendsgivings, um, we got to give up our, we got to show our misgivings. That's right, and we got to talk about this, oh, fuck. this damn movie. Um, obviously, as you guys know, we're taking just a, a brief hiatus for the holiday week, and so we're we're yep. we're not watching Brotherhood. We're not having a good time. Um, and not only that, Chris, we nope. got we got some sad news to talk about. So I guess we'll oh, go ahead. Oh my god. I've already cracked my first beer. I'll, I'll save a crack for later, but you know. Uh, we, yeah, we got we got to pour one out for the original fallen homie. Oh. Yeah, as many of you guys know, now this isn't quite anime related, but I think it'll hit home. With but it's a lot co- of- it's culture. It's culture related. It's you know it, it's an icon of nerd culture. Oh, absolutely. Um, and that is of course Jason David Jason David Frank. Excuse me. Uh, Original Power Rangers star has passed away uh, at the age of 49, Chris. He was, he was young. He was too young. And you hate to see the, you know, the fact that he, it was, su- it was you know, it has been confirmed as suicide. Um, you hate to see it. It's just, it's bad news all across the board. I mean, the, I'm, you know, again, I make no bones about me being an old man. Like, my early teenage years is when Power Rangers came out. And Tommy, like, you know, it just immediately became a a mainstay and a fan favorite of the show. And then, like, you know, the movie came out. And then after Power Rangers kind of went the way, I mean, he was always kind of, like, intermittently in other things. But, like, he just kind of became this, like, Comic Con, like convention circuit icon, and never like I don't know, man. Like I've always heard nothing but like good things about the guy, but it, to me, he's always gonna be fucking Tommy Oliver, the Green Ranger, who wanted all of that smoke. Just you know what I mean? And it's just, it just sucks. Then when you found out it's because of suicide, it just it just hurts even more. You never know. You never know what's going through someone's head, man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, I've had a lot of friends that have met him at conventions. Obviously, they posted a bunch of tributes and stuff like that about him, and they they said the same thing. He's just, you know, the nicest guy, of course. Always has, like, some kind of inspirational, like... Yeah. In, some kind of White Ranger inspirational quote. Um, because wasn't he, wasn't he doing, like, motivational speaking for a while, like, before, like, he really kind of... Because I know he was, like, doing, like, mixed martial arts inspirational speaking i know he like found some religion there for a while too i don't know if he did any and, actual inspirational speech speaking um but he definitely kind of bounced around through you know various things let me see if i can find mm-hmm. he stayed busy like he was always present 
Um, and I don't care who you are, whether, you know, if you're involved in any sort of geek culture, nerd culture, you you like Power Rangers growing up. And either the Green or the White Ranger was very likely your favorite. Um, so absolutely. <laughs> but, I, but look, I'm a Johnny. I'm a Johnny Young Bosch guy. A Black Ranger was always my favorite. So it's also been heartbreaking seeing, you know, the, like, you know, Johnny Young Bosch had a Facebook post that I was just like, I am about to break down reading this. And then there, we were saying earlier, there's that video of Amy Jo Johnson. I was like, I can't, I'm not strong enough to watch this and I'm not gonna because I I don't want to cry too. Yeah, it, it is a sad one. I only watched a little bit of it. Um, oh. Chris, if there's a movie I remember, I, I think the first movie I ever saw as a kid in theaters, I, I was probably like two or three years old. Was the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie like that was like? Oh, I, I have the news, baby. Chris, it's the only VHS I still have that like. Holy that shit! I, that I just like kept. Like I was like, nah, mom, nah, grandma, you can't, you can't take this one. You know, I, I'm this one's Whoa. coming with me. Um, <laughs> oh man. And yeah, man. I mean, it just sucks. I mean, he obviously reprised mm-hmm. the role of Tommy Oliver in multiple Ooh. seasons of Power Rangers. I mean, when I when I was, I mean, from the moment I was a baby. Uh, up until, I would say, right before high school, Chris, I was watching Power Rangers nonstop. Like maybe, maybe like, oh yeah, maybe like during middle school is probably when I like stopped. But dude, I would like, I mean, Power Rangers was everything. Like that was yeah, basically after like the OG Power Rangers, or when I say OG, I mean like the you know Rocky, Adam, Aisha, after the whole Lord Zed thing. That's what, I mean. I, at that point, I was like finishing up high school and. You know, so I was like, yeah, you know what? I have great nostalgic memories of this. And I totally best believe in my formidable teenage years, I was right there day fucking one for the Power Rangers movie. I had my fucking Black Ranger t-shirt on, dude. I was ready to party. Are you talking about the the original or are you talking about the, the 2017 reboot one? Or both? Oh, the... the, 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 the oh, both. <laughs> both, actually. Cause, so, funny funny thing, even though no, you know the, the reboot wasn't the best. It was very nostalgic, but I don't know if you remember Cody. In the uh, you, you saw the reboot, right? Yeah, he's he's one of the citizens. Him and uh, him and yeah. Kimberly are, are yeah, Joe, I guess. So the 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 I, I don't remember if he was the Black Ranger. I don't remember specifically, but one of the kids had this sweater with a bear wearing boxing gloves. I don't know if you remember that that small detail. Because Cody, I actually own that. I own that sweater, and oh, really? <laughs> when me and my wife were watching it, she like was like slapping my chest. She was like, "Babe, that's your sweater." That is the only other person on God's green earth I've seen with that sweater, and oh. I call it my bear glove sweater. Because the reason my uh, my mom, my wife got it for me was I loved the old. I love Old Spice bear glove. I love that fragrance, and I love like the fucking Terry Crews bear glove commercials and so when she was out shopping for me one day she saw this sweater with a bear wearing boxing gloves and she was like that's bear glove that's fucking bear glove so she bought me that's why i still have it i still have it hanging in my closet (laughs) chris i know you're a man of culture because i look over at my my dresser and i see my old spice bear glove right there my my, god damn right the only best it's the the fucking best the only deodorant or anti-perspirant whichever it's called i don't know the blue one that's right. <laughs> um, That's right. Bear glove is the fucking best. But you know, pour one out for fucking Jason David Frank. Yeah, man. 
Uh, JDF. There was a time I was really hoping, because um, he had uh, actually offered, remember when CM Punk was switching over to MMA? Yeah. There was a moment where he offered to fight CM Punk, and he's only had... Oh, man. Jason's only had four amateur fights and one pro fight. Um, mm-hmm. And so he was, like, very, still very new then, uh, but unfortunately that fight didn't go through. Uh, but I thought oh, that, bro. I was like, man, this would have been so cool. That would have been a nerd's wet dream, dude. <laughs> I swear, dude. Um, that would have been one I would have, like, maybe wanted to go see live. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, man, just sucks. So, pour one out for old yeah. JDF. Uh, check, yeah. Check well, on your friends. Watch some Power Rangers. Yeah, watch some Power yeah. Rangers for sure. Check on your friends. Make sure everybody's doing all right. Even if they seem all right, you know, shoot them a message. Yeah. Yeah, there should always be the homie checkup. And make sure you do that. It's It's no joke. So now that we've got the bad news out of the way, Cody, there's even more bad news because this movie sucked. Oh, Chris, Chris, we got one more piece of bad news that you dropped on me right before we started this cast. Oh, what was that? That was the... uh, Oh, my God. The uh, The fucking Seven Deadly Sins movie. Yes. So tell me me what you've seen, Chris. What do we got on the horizon? So... So you know, uh, you know, well, there, there there could be a sprinkling of good news in here. You know, like every once in a while, I'll go on. You know, when I'm on Netflix, I'll go down to the new and you know, new and trending because there's two sections that have the coming this week, coming next week, and then they have the one that says worth the wait. Well, the one that says coming next week, uh, it's either it's the uh, or it's either worth the wait, but it's in like the first week of December. Anything beyond two weeks is the worth the wait. But I said all that to say this, Cody. The bad news is the new Seven Deadly Sins movie is on there. And we unfortunately, we have to watch it. But, Cody, that's not the worst news. It looks like shit. It's using that, like, kind of computery. It looks like it looks like Soul Station or, like, just a real shitty, like, like, imagine if Dragon Ball Superhero was animated super shitty. Because that's what it looks like. I can't even imagine superhero being animated shitty. Like, <laughs> right. That's what <laughs> it pains it looks me to even bad. think about it. Yeah, it looks bad. Like it looks awful. And so, like, we're, we think this movie sucks. We're we're gonna have a real bad time in a few weeks. Um, but thankfully, thankfully, we can stave that off until we finish Brotherhood. But Cody, we now know what's coming after Brotherhood. <laughs> but. The good news is, also on now on the Netflix thing, it shows the the Junji Ito the the it's called like Japan's Tales of the Macabre or something like that. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, so that's showing that's showing up on there now. So that's coming soon too. So I'm really really excited about that. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely going to be throwing Junji Ito on every pool. Um, oh goddamn right! We, that one may just be an executive decision. We may just say, "Up, oh, it's out. We're watching it." Hey, I'm I'm here for that. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, we will have to cover some more Seven Deadly Sins. It's funny, Ugh. Chris, because like when I first saw Seven Deadly Sins pop up on my Netflix, I was like, "Oh, what's this ripoff of Full Metal Alchemist?" Let's oh, click on boy, it. were we wrong? Oh my god, it's so much worse. Why didn't they just rip off Full Metal Alchemist? It would have been so much I easier. Taken, <laughs> I would have taken. I would have taken the Half Iron Scientist over fucking Seven Deadly Sins. Oh man. Which I think is what this movie should have been called, the Half Iron Scientist, because this movie fucking sucks, Cody. And like we're we're gonna we're gonna rip it to shreds. So everybody, buckle up, 
because, you know, which, you know, we had to lead off with all this bad news. But of course, spoilers ahead, because we are back for another episode of Shonen and Suds. I'm Chris Adams, if you don't know. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. And uh, Chris, that and, might be one of our latest intros ever. I think we're like 12 minutes in, but here we are. You know. <laughs> well, we've, it's just been so heavy on our, you know, D- Jason David Frank has just been so heavy on our hearts, man. You, you hate to see it. Dude, honestly, it's it's literally what me and my friends have talked about pretty much nonstop. And yeah. you know, it sucks. Uh, it's just. It sucks. It is, it, is, it is just all bad. Um, yeah. yeah, you don't want to watch a shitty movie when you're already in a bad mood. You you want to go to Netflix and cut on fucking Power Rangers and watch the fucking uh, the five-parter of uh, the Green Ranger. I forget what I don't remember what it was called. Uh, something flute of something flute of darkness, something of darkness or green with darkness or green. It was something. It had a clever name. I just don't remember what the five-parter was with the uh, because it was like a whole week. Yeah, you're you're somewhere close. Uh, the name with the name. Uh, yeah. But you know, regardless, Chris, we we don't get to talk about Power Rangers on on this podcast, unfortunately. As much. Yeah, we don't. As much as we would love to, especially this week. Um, we got to talk about. I'd rather watch VR Troopers than the oh. shit that we have. Speaking of the things I have on VHS. Uh, <laughs> oh baby. We are VR Troopers. Troopers three. Bad techno reality. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. My man, General Ivor. What you know about General Ivor, son? Chris, I I had not only did I have the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers action figures, I had the VR Troopers action. And, oh man, did you and, ever? And I'll tell you, I had the Beetleborgs figures too, including. Oh Clabber. man! Oh, I was I was in there. Well, I was going to say, did you have the, the third version of that, which Beetle, Beetleborgs to me was number four. Number three was the superhuman samurai cyber squad. Oh, yeah. It's got the fucking kid from um... Matthew Lawrence. It's got the Lawrence kid in it. Matthew Lawrence. Is he the kid from Mrs. Doubtfire also? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Another another fantastic show. Um... Oh, baby. Can we talk about that stuff instead? Can, can we, huh? Please, can we, huh? <laughs> No, Chris. But you know, we do uh, have one one good thing to talk about before we dive into this Full Metal Alchemist live action film. Yeah, we do. Uh, so, Cody, I mean, we're, we're talking about delicious Kool Aid, right? Because I hope that's what it is. Yes, 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 Chris. You were you were on thank the right track. <laughs> oh, thank God! I'm so glad we're on the same page on this. Because I was like, Cody, I can't take any more bad news this week. But uh, you know, we can't talk about a shit. We can't rail a shitty movie on a dry, with a dry throat here. So, Cody. I need to know, and the folks at home need to know, what you drinking? Ooh, crackers. All right, so I've already pounded down one of these. um, Of course. Chris, we are here for the fourth and final flavor of the Bud Light Seltzer Apple Slice Pack. The season finale. The season finale, if you will. Um, And I have Peach Mango Apple. uh, Mmm. I think this is probably... Let me grab my... I got the empty box here so I can look at all the flavors. All right. Each mango might be... I'm tasting it again, Chris. I gotta... Hmm. Gotta gotta wet the whistle. This might be my new number two. My new (laughs) new number two flavor. Hold on. Let me me get one more. Oh, man. (laughs) It's damn good, Chris. It's damn good. Mm, I still that's think what I, like I still think the original crisp apple as the mm-hmm. number one spot. Unfortunately, cranberry apple is just not my. That's a turd. It's not my favorite, but you know it's not like 
it, it's not like mm. something you can't drink, right? It's still a fine mm-hmm. flavor. Um, you know, there's an audience. I haven't for that. met much alcohol <laughs> that I can't drink. Right, right. But usually, except I mean, for Southern Comfort, never yeah. doing that again. <laughs> not doing the old Soco with some lime, Chris. That's my Soco is my one that if I smell it, I immediately just want to just <laughs> let the contents of my stomach hurl onto the floor. I will. I will put it. I, I'll have to make a note of that, Chris, and see what. Yeah, that's the only one. It's see the what kind of trouble I we can it. get into. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, Ugh. I think my final <laughs> ranking here is going to be crisp apple number one again. Mm-hmm. Um, peach mango. I think I'm going to give it my number two spot. Strawberry apple, the number three, and then cranberry apple. Bringing up the rear. Not bad. Um, but once again, tail of the tape, five percent alcohol, hundred calories. Oh. Uh, and just a super solid pack overall. I, I really did enjoy this one. Uh, you know, just in time for fall, you know, you got the, yeah. the apple theme, you know, the orchard theme. You got Thanksgiving. It, it's just, it, it fits It fits the time of the season, Chris, and it's they're all fantastic. So I highly recommend checking out the party pack. That's right. And the reason for the season is drinking and, you know, mourning the loss. So, Cody... With you know, with that being said, I, I dug out a fa- a fancy beer tonight. Um, I've already opened it because I've been sipping on it. I got you know, I got the, I got the seven fifty bottle of it. Um, I am drinking Allagash Curio. Allagash is a brewery out of uh, out of Maine, uh, right there on the Allagash River. Uh, they specialize primarily in like Belgian styles. Um, and as Kurt Russell once said in the masterpiece movie Fast and the Furious, you got to try that Belgian ale, man. It'll change your life. Um. So, I, Allagash Curio is a Belgian triple aged in bourbon barrels. Um, now, what, what is a Belgian triple, you ask? Cody, I will tell you. Um, nobody really knows where the, where the term came from. People believe it was the measure of the strength. A lot of times in the olden days on alcohol, the strength or the gravity would be marked with like an X, 1X, 2X, and 3X. Um, and triples are basically strong pale ales. They're typically um, pretty effervescent, but they're also like typically nine and a half, ten percent plus. And Curio's no different. Curio's right there at ten percent, um, and it's aged in bourbon uh, bourbon barrels, which gives it a really nice vanilla smoothness on the back end. Just really, really solid. Really, really fancy drinking. Just again, pouring out a fancy one for JDF on this podcast. But uh, that's what I'm sipping on. Love that, and I appreciate the beer lesson, Chris. I'm actually on Allagash's yeah. website here. You yeah. said you have the 750 milliliter bottle. Yeah. Is that the one yeah. with like the metal cork top thing? Like, yeah, it's got the cork and cage on it. Sure does. Yeah. 10.2% alcohol, Chris. Yeah, that's a beefy one. I, I'm, 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 I'm let, I'm letting my emotions loose today, Cody. Say, man. Yeah, uh, they, ha- they don't have like a, an image of the bottle, but it has the shadow, mm-hmm. and I see like the little like. Is it Cajun Cork? Is yep. that what you said it's called? Yep. Love that, yeah. Yeah, because you'll see a lot of those on Belgian ales because they're, uh, they're, they're, beers like that are typically uh, they're bottle conditioned, which means the way they, they still continue to like ferment while they're in the bottle. So if as the beer ages, some of that sediment will start to float to the top of the beer. That's not a bad thing, um, you know, because... Oddly enough, you know, beer is alive, you know, for lack of a better way to put it. I mean, it does use like, you know, active, you know, some beers use like active, like 
bacteria cultures some have you know like lactose and like milk cultures you know yeast yeast is very much alive so beer beer can you know kind of kind of be considered a living organism it's it's my lifeblood that's for sure yeah uh, i i'll drink to that chris <laughs> yeah absolutely mm. um but unfortunately chris we we have reached that point in the podcast where we've Whoa. we've delayed as much as we possibly could um Yep, yep, yep. So let's go ahead and start talking about 2017's live action Full Metal Alchemist. The beginning of Cody, there's three of these. Cody, there's fucking three of these. Yeah, there was only one. Why are there three of these? There was only one up until March of this year. And then they're just like, by the way, we have two more sequels. Sorry. No. Why? <laughs> why? Because. I'm going to tell you right now before we dive into this thing. It is you know clearly we've set our piece on it, but it's just literally an amalgamation of basically the story up through the fifth laboratory, or in this movie's case, the prisoner of war camp. But they've taken certain things, and to me, it seems like they're going to take those certain things and insert them into the next movie. Yeah, so, like, certain things, uh, again, spoilers ahead, so, like, there is no Scar in this movie, there is no Ling, mm -hmm. um, there is no Lanfan, or, um, uh -huh. uh, is it May? There's no Fear or Bradley. Yeah, there's no Fear Bradley, May, what's the little girl's name, May? Uh, uh oh, um, the, the, you know, the, the ninja, right? Yeah, May, it's May something, May. Yeah, May Lo, May Lon, something like I that. I'm getting her mixed up with Lanfan. Lanfon, yeah, like their, their names are... And then there's May, mm -hmm. and the panda's name is Xiaomei. I know that. Yeah, oh, May, Scar's little girl, May. Yeah, yeah, her name yeah, is yeah. May. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so oh, okay. they're in the next movie, uh, including okay. Lean, and like I said. Um, but I think mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're moving that so you don't get like... Like we go from all the way, essentially from episode 1 to episode 26 of Brotherhood, kind of what we just covered... Mm -hmm. But if you just moved Scar and Ling and all of the, all of the people from Xing, uh to the next to the next chapter, um, we mainly yeah, focus, that's... we mainly just focus on like General Hughes's death and then. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, then... sorry, that's Captain Hughes in this one, sir. Oh, <laughs> not not my Hughes, although he may be the best yeah. cast character out of them all. To be fair, yeah. So let's so let's talk about that real quick, Cody. So like. The, the the special effects were okay. Like I I did not like this movie, and I, clearly I, I've made that beyond clear at this point. But it did have some redeeming qualities. The special effects in some areas were really, really good. It's, it's almost like they had like an A team and like a D squad like doing things. So like some things were really, really good, and then some things were like, what the fuck is this? Um, same thing with the voice acting. Um, same thing with just the way the characters look. There was a lot of shitty blonde wigs in this movie, but then you had like a character like Hughes. Like Hughes looked like the the anime character just come to life. Which I mean, obviously that's the whole idea of a live action movie. But Hughes looked really good, and I was like, okay, why couldn't they just do that for everybody? But then Cody, then we look at Envy. Envy was like, <laughs> you know, mom, can we stop and get Envy? We have envy at home. We got the envy at home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Oh my god. I I, I would say, but I think a majority of them looked pretty good. Uh, I think Marco mm. looked good. I think, again, like you said, Hughes. I think Winry not mm-hmm. having a blonde wig was an A-plus move. Um, yeah, thank God. Thank God. Or like Lieutenant, gonna... Ro- Lieutenant Ross looked good. Envy looked yeah. good. Or not Envy. Uh, Lust. Lust? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lust looked great. Yeah. Okay. And, like, Lust's special effects I thought were really cool, too. Like, the like, you know, her fingers looked, you know, that all looked really good. Yeah, there's a lot of good special effects. Um and there's some wasted special effects, and we're kind of going to jump right into it, like, right at the beginning here. Um, so, you know, we pick up um, with this movie. We, we start off with the kids um, just doing some basic alchemy and showing their mom. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. they're still in Risen Bull. All that stuff is the same. Yep. Uh, they sh- show some alchemy to Trisha, uh, Mama Dukes. and mm-hmm. She's out there doing the laundry. Yeah, and then they go to, like, run off and go play, and then... You know, she says, like, be careful of the, you know, she says something, and she just collapses. Just fucking drops dead on the spot. And from that moment on, Chris, the movie becomes shit. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. From right then. It was because foreshadowing our expectations even, as well. Even the reaction out of her children. Chris, I had to switch to, I switched to Japanese and English audio on this. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, there's no way these kids just gave no reaction to their mother collapsing in front. Like, it was like... It was like, Mom! They, they looked at her like she was dirt. Like, mother. Yeah. Mother. And yeah. nothing. No, like, panic. Nothing. I was like... What? Yeah. <laughs> like, who... <laughs> we could have got better kids to act out these roles. Like, they were... Dude, it they, wasn't great. Like, <laughs> there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> like, they acted like nothing no. had happened. Like, they are just... Cold-blooded killers, and then they like. <laughs> I'm supposed to believe that they want to bring her back to life. Bullshit. Exactly. <laughs> they they almost felt like they were glad she was dead. Yeah. And so after the funeral, Chris, we, we get the same scene where they're kind of sitting, uh, like at her gravesite, and they yep. they start to take word for word out of the anime here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least with Al's lines, like Al's like, "Brother, I'm cold. I'm hungry. I miss mom." Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Ed starts bringing up... They bring up homunculi immediately. I mean, like, fucking... Yeah. Immediate. Like, they didn't say that word for 20 episodes of the anime. Yeah. <laughs> and we had already met the homunculi before they even started using that word. Yeah. And this, they're just like... A couple five-year-old kids just like, Yeah, homunculi this, homunculi that. Like, we can bring our mom back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It's fine. Um... We then go into like the, you know, we have Edward listing off the ingredients that make up a human body. Um, mm-hmm. Although I'm pretty sure they got those wrong too. Um, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the time to like re- go back and rewatch uh, like the anime episode, but it didn't. So, some of it sounded off, and I was like, I don't think that's actually the ingredients. So no wonder y'all fucked this thing yeah. up. So, so this was like our third instance, and we're Cody. We're not even. 10 minutes into the movie and we're like do these people even watch the source material Have they do they know what a full metal alchemist is as opposed to the half iron scientist yeah <laughs> well then chris we get to the point where they you know they they get all the ingredients in the pot in the middle and they start the alchemy process um which is very different um it, it's like a scene out of twister for some reason. Like, instead of there being the big eye that opens up and the little hands that come out and 
grab them, um, which they animate later on in like different parts of the movie. Like they they have the they had the technology to do this the right way, but instead it's like everybody's getting sucked up by a tornado and the house is getting ripped apart and then oh man and Dorothy's just flying <laughs> through the air yeah like I I don't know what why they did that but either way of course we get you know the the Dora Truth kind of scene um although that comes up a couple different times in this and they all of the truth scenes are terrible um, oh they're the worst the absolute worst but of course you know eventually we flash back Ed sacrifices his arm or or actually no I think from here we don't get to see anymore for now I think no, Ed, no like, we don't see that till like damn near the end if I'm not mistaken yeah or it's when Ed's having that dream um yeah so then we flash back to, to present day Chris and we are in real which is yeah Lior I guess this wrong. is supposed to be Lior exactly <laughs> Again, I I don't think they watched this anime. Like I I truly believe no. that they, Umihiko Sori, the director, screenplay. You don't watch anime. Like it's it's fine. You just need to admit it. Um, yeah, we're in real. Um, chasing after Father Cornello looks a little different. He's not bald. Um, but you get the just pretty easily that it's Father Cornello. Um, yeah, the minute you see like the priestly robe and the fact that real real is close enough to Leor, you're like, okay, this is where we're at. You know what my favorite part about this, Chris, is on the wiki page, it's still listed uh-huh. as Leor. And I'm just like, oh my god, it's like, like we all fucking like, know. It's like not only did the guy who directed the movie not watch the anime, the guy who wrote the wiki didn't watch the movie. It's, oh, we've come full circle. That seems to be the trend, exactly. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Unreal. But yeah, and this is where we get some, I, I would say some okay special effects. Um, like the alchemy, it's like when they were doing alchemy and stuff, like when Ed pulls the, uh, you know, like the spear out and all that, like, like some of that stuff is really cool. Yeah. And like how Cornello pulls out the chimeras and stuff, although they're just like rock monsters. Yeah, rock monsters from like almost the original Power Rangers movie, if you will. <laughs> like exactly. exactly. And then we get the absolute corniest part, Chris, is when, like, the two chimeras are biting on Ed's arm and leg, but they're the metal arm and leg. And he's like, ouch, you're hurting me. Yeah, and he's like, prosthetic limbs. I'm like, why didn't he say automail? It's called automail. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, it was so bad. Uh, you know, of course, they, and then they chase Father Cornello through the city... Blah blah blah. Um, they are in- interrupted also by um, I can't think of his name. Fucking Colonel Mustang. Jesus Christ, I couldn't think of. Oh name. yeah, Colonel Mustang shows up and yeah, like helps which is, him. Why the fuck is he there? Like it, that, I, it just gets. It's like one of those terrible movies where they felt the need to like just introduce everybody to you. Like like they can't keep a secret or like they're like oh I'm so excited to show you this. Not only that, Winry just like hops off a train and is like, hey guys. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like the whole gang's just right. fucking here. All right, got it. Um, and yeah. We, and we get our first glimpse of lust, envy, and gluttony kind of watching mm-hmm. from the shadows like they were um, before. Yep. Of course, the stone ends up being fake. Of course. Blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> That's that. Uh, you've literally described the whole movie in three <laughs> three words blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I can't remember when the scene actually happens, um, 
but we see that like Envy becomes Cornello for a second, which they really yeah. Don't. But we, I think they touch on that like Cornello is having riots later on, but like they they don't matter worth anything if that that helps. Yeah, because we do see like the shadow, I believe, of Gluttony eat um eat Father Cornello as well. Yeah, yeah, um, but. Yeah, and then, you know, we, we head back to East City. Um, we are introduced, Chris, to, to our boy, Maze Hughes. Um, yes, who is right on the money. He, he's very similar to his uh, to his uh, anime counterpart. Um, but, you know, you know again, I'm, I'm okay with him being a captain. That's fine. You know, the, the rank doesn't so much matter. Yeah, that's fine with me. Um, what I had some issues with, Chris, is... Um, he doesn't have a kid. Maze Hughes' wife is pregnant, but yeah, it, it, uh, like the, the kid was half the uh, like half the emotional like battle. Yeah, yeah. There is no. Um, it was it, Gracie is the wife, right? Correct me if yep. I'm wrong. And then mm-hmm. what's his daughter's name? Is it Amicia? Uh, yeah. I was trying to remember if that was the name. Um, but yeah, she's like not there. It was yeah. like, uh, wait, what? Or Alicia? Alicia. The, 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 yeah, the 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 emotion, the emotional sting will immediately be gone because we we know he's gonna die. Like it's yeah, it's, like, it's certain is death and taxes. Well, like when they're having dinner, I'm like, okay, maybe she's just in the other room playing with toys or something. And I'm like, oh, she's no. just, she the wife just pregnant. And I'm like, well, okay. all right, Mm-mm-mm. like okay, um. You know, and he takes care of him, and we get to see, I would say, like, a decent amount of, like, Hughes' friendship with Al, or with Ed and the gang, um, mm-hmm. which I did enjoy, because it, even though Alicia isn't there, like, I was glad that he at least got several scenes uh, with the boys. Um, we also get introduced yeah. to a, a new character, Chris, Major General Hakuro. Um, oh, you mean the you mean the fake ass Fear Bradley, dude? I thought this was Fear Bradley, um, and I think you probably thought the same. Like I was like, I, I did. I was like, oh, because this guy's clearly in charge. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is we're just we got a new name. I'm like, okay, sure, that, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, uh, but they, you know, they hear about Shao Tucker. This obviously, yeah, you know, maybe they didn't want to use the word Fear. I get it. Yeah, it's like sure. Um, turns out that's not the case. Uh, Fear Bradley will be in the next episode or the next movie. But, okay. But fine. We get word of Shao Tucker. Um, you know, you guys know about Shao Tucker. He's a piece of shit. Of course. Um, Which I, he, I don't know, man. Like he didn't seem to be like he was a piece of shit in this movie too. But like, I don't know. Like they took a lot of. To me, they took a lot of the emotional sting out of this character. Like it, I don't. I just don't think they translated him over well at all. I mean, I could probably say that about all the characters, to be honest. Well, um, yeah, yeah. To be fair, yes. But yeah, they head out to meet up with Shao Tucker. Um, actually, Hughes and Mustang kind of tag along for a little bit, and we get some, some small backstory. They talk about like the war on Ishfall for a little bit, just a little snippet. Um, but you know, Shao Tucker. Once again, we have Nina and Alexander. Um, and you know. Ed starts asking about the Philosopher's Stone, all this stuff. Um, and Tucker suggests Tim Marco to Ed. And it's like, okay. Um, then we get a weird 
a weird thing, a weird little tw- deviation from our original plot, Chris. Um, oh, and Winry's also oh. here. Winry's here as well. I was going to say, because we, we get a couple of weird deviations, because instead of my man fucking Alex Louise Armstrong, we're stuck with Winry, which is fine. It's fine. I like Winry. Yeah, but my, my lack of major Armstrong at this point, it was making my blood boil. Yeah, and we'll, I guess we'll just, we'll just get that out of the way, Chris. There is no major Armstrong in this. Um, yeah, he's not at all. And, and is he, do we know if he's in the other movies? I don't. I feel like he would have been in the second movie's trailer. Um, oh no! And so I'm a little uh, worried. I'm pretty sure his sister's in the third movie because I've seen her. I think she's on the cover of the when it first got put on Netflix. Um, okay. Okay. So I don't know if he'll be in that. I get it that he's kind of hard to cast because he's just like this super ripped guy. Sure, I would have taken an old ass Hulk Hogan, <laughs> anybody, or even just anybody. like. I mean, we got CGI. We can. Yeah, just get some big ass like bodybuilder dude. Just get get some big ass motherfucker. Yeah. Just you lift weights. You you want to be in a movie? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you got to do? Yeah, we 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 get no Armstrong, so there is no comedy in this movie. They try and it's terrible. Um, oh my god, all flaw, falls flat. Yeah. Then so after Tucker suggests to Edward that he should go f- meet up with Marco, Ed and Winry actually split off from Al. They leave Which Al. would never happen. Yeah, this would never happen. Uh, Ed and Al are... I mean, <laughs> they, they are... They are stuck on each other. Like, that, that's just how this works. They don't leave each yeah. other's side. They only split up if they're, like, in the heat of the action. Or... Because I want to say they, they, the only time they were split up, really, in the show that we've seen so far is when Al was fucking kidnapped. Yeah, or if they're forced to, yeah. Yeah. And so... Him and Winry go off to find Marco. Meanwhile, Ed, or meanwhile, Al stays and like plays with Nina and Alexander, and also gets like these weird experiments from Tucker. Like he studies mm-hmm. him and stuff like that, um, which is very odd. So, um, so I guess I guess we'll cover the Ed and Winry's side of this thing first. Um, they go yeah. run into Doctor Marco. Uh, obviously, he's thinking they're trying to bring him back to the military, yada, yada. Um, he he kind of starts to explain, you know, some stuff to Ed about the Philosopher's Stone and, like, this, the experiments they were doing, um, only to be interrupted by Lust, Chris. Uh, yeah, I got that's Lust outside the fucking window. She's, out there, she's there at the door. No, is it the window? She's there on, like, the balcony or some shit. I think it's like a patio door, I would say. Yeah. Um, and she is there to kill him. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. He makes pretty quick work of that. Uh, kills Absolutely. him. Um, tells Ed that he's like a, a, a sacrifice for, you know, later on, like we know. Um, yeah. And she dips out, and before Marco dies, uh, he gives off some information about the fifth lab to Ed. Mm-hmm. We, we at least got you our mean the prisoner time. of war camp? Yeah, the POW camp. <laughs> That's right. But at least we got a lead on, uh-huh. you know, the Philosopher's Stone, these experiments, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we we head back to um the Tucker residence um and mm-hmm. of course Ed walks in. Oh, Winry stays behind to like take care of Marco's body, like all the authorities. Yeah, whole, whole nine with that. So that's how we get Winry out of the way. <laughs> oh, thank God, because we we don't see her again for a while, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and then we head back. Um. 
And of course, we have the Nina Chimera once again. Um, oh, poor thing. Yeah, the CGI for this part's really good. Um, and I think this scene's honestly not bad. I think it's one of the better scenes in it. Cause it yeah, just and I thought Al looked great too, by the way. I thought Al looked really, really good. Yeah, Al also looks cool. I don't know if it's all CGI or if they actually have like some guy in a giant metal suit. But mm-hmm. The way they handled Al was also really good. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, of course, Ed's beating the brakes off this kid. <laughs> yep. And, you know, we have Nina still doing the whole, like, play with me, brother Ed. World like, yep. Ugh. It never... Yeah, and they, 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 they kind of gloss over real quick, like, oh, you... Yeah, because they go over the, the certifications and things like that, too. So that part is still kind of intact. Yeah. Um. However, you know, when the military shows up, they arrest Tucker. We don't have, like, a Scar moment. Like I nope. said, Scar has been moved to movie number two. Um... And, you know, we're also, I guess we haven't touched on it, we're introduced to Hawkeye um, at some point during this. Um, so, no, because we see Hawkeye at the beginning when uh, when Mustang shows up, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think right. Haw- I feel like Hawkeye's there, yeah. That's right, yeah. Um, I just forgot to mention her earlier. Um, but she's there. Hawkeye looks all right. She's clearly wearing, like, a blonde wig. But, you know, it's... Oh, cool. big time. I, I do like later on when you see, like... The jacketless Hawkeye. I thought that was cool. Yeah, looks good. Looks really, really good. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm a fan of like that, the, like the black, like turtleneck under the the military uniform. I like it. The, the uniforms look good. Yeah, I, I think the military uniforms look real good. Um, mm-hmm. Envy's uniform, however, uh... <laughs> uh, just Envy and oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ugh. Um, Oof. but yeah, then. Trying to remember how we even get back to what happens next. I guess they head back to East City. Um, I'm trying to remember where we go from there. Yeah, because 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 like I want to say like Hughes's death is coming up here soon. Because like they start figuring, he just starts figuring shit out. And oh, that's right, that's right. So they go back to East City. Ed locks himself in the library. Um, Uh Hughes eventually comes along with Lieutenant Ross and helps out Ed. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of look for what he's looking for. They start piecing some stuff together. Um, but poor Lieutenant Ross, what a what a useless character in this movie. Yeah, they introduce her, and you're like, okay, we know why she's here. Um, but then General Hawkeye kind of comes in on like, kind of spoils the plan of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, Ross, you need to go here. You go here. Blah blah blah. And everybody kind of gets. You know, sent off in their separate ways. Yeah, which made me really think mm-hmm. he was... Okay, this is Fear King Bradley, but it's not. Um, yep. But it seems like Hughes kind of looks more at the information. It seems like he's kind of picking up on, you know, what exactly is going on. He stays in the library. Uh, and mm-hmm. then, of course, once he starts learning more, Lush shows up. Uh, again, attacks him, stabs him. He hits her with a knife in the forehead. Um, <clears throat> and makes it to the mm-hmm. phone booth. Um... And then we get some some more liberties are taken here, Chris, because oh, some big time liberties. He's calling, he's going to call up Mustang, and he turns around, and Mustang's the one that shoots. Um, yep. Just so stupid. It's like, why did you even? Why is Lieutenant Ross even here? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense. Um, and obviously, like now, Mustang is now the one that's wanted for the murder of Hughes instead of Ross. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and basically anybody that's associated with them is held for interrogation. So Ed and I think Ed and Hawkeye are in one room. We don't know where mm-hmm. Al is. We don't know where Winry is. Um, but of course, Ed and Hawkeye, they, they, they escape and they, you know, they start to make their way for towards the fifth laboratory. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to remember. You mean the prisoner of war camp? Yeah, the prisoner of war camp. I'm trying to remember how we get to that whole like sewer pipe scene where they're all like under, or they're like in a tunnel. Um, yeah, because yeah, who who fucking cares how we got there? I, I because think they, that's where we're at. I think they just we're in a fucking underground tunnel. Yeah, they just run into Mustang, and they get reunited with Mustang, and then they have the big showdown where it's like. Well, well, yeah, because, like, Mustang's in the tunnel, and, like, Lieutenant Ross is there with, like, a bunch of troops, and she's like, you're under arrest, Colonel. And Mustang, and that's when everybody shows up, and, like, Mustang fucking incinerates her in front of everybody, and they they kind of have that moment where everybody thinks he just killed Lieutenant Ross, but then, like, the fucking charred remains get back up, and we realize it's Envy. And then it just then now we're just like, the movie's just been off the rails, and now it just completely goes into the bushes at this point. Yeah, and I should mention because I kind of I kind of skipped over it entirely. I forgot about the owl kind of questioning whether or not his memories are real. Him and oh yeah, the fight. there's literally zero emotion behind it anymore. <clears throat> no, Winry kind of breaks it up and gets him thinking straight, and then. And then mm-hmm. Mustang's death happens, but or not Mustang's death, uh, Hughes's death. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, now we're at the big final showdown. Um, Torches envy for a little bit. He manages to escape. Uh, Lust stabs Mustang. Um, Jody, I remember when we saw Envy in like Envy's full-on form. I was just, I was just so fucking floored how bad. Like how bad this character looks, and I rem- I'm reminded how- every time this character came on screen, just how awful the costuming, everything about this character was just pure shit. <laughs> yeah, and so they they run off. Um, Mustang Hawkeye stays behind to like watch over Mustang. Ed chases after them again. We don't know where Winry and Al are. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually. Ed makes his way to like the where the big transmutation circle That's is, um, and Chris. Oh, and I also Shout Tucker escaped. Duh. Of course. Oh yeah. By the way, he's there and he's here. Of and, course. And he's here with Al and Winry. He's got Winry at gunpoint. Al on like some table doing experiments mm-hmm. and shit. Um, and we see that there is like a bajillion philosopher stones in these tanks and all this stuff because these are where the philosopher stones are made. Chris, there is hundreds and thousands of philosopher stones. And not only philosopher stones, Chris, there is uh, these like... Like mannequins, like zombies hanging upside down. Yeah. And... Now, Now we got a zombie movie on our hands. I don't even remember like what the order of things is here. Um, I know... Lush shows up and kills Tucker. Um, yep, then and, the zombies kill the general. Yeah, then Hakuro shows up and he's like, they're going to be my mannequin soldiers and I'm going to take over the world. And I'm like, "Yep, God, what 10-year-old wrote this script? And so he flips, That's what I'm saying, dude. He flips the switch and turns on all the zombie mannequins with all these philosopher stones. Mm-hmm. And then they just eat him. And that's it. 
for him. Um, and so, yep. And then we, I know Mustang kills lust. Yeah. Um, with, I, I don't like the way, like, it, I don't know. I thought, I thought their fight scene was kind of shit in this movie. Well, Mustang shows up at the fifth lab with Hawkeye mm-hmm. and they start, they're trying to take out mannequins. Uh, Hawkeye like sets up like an army, like stand, like I guess. Firing squad. Like a firing squad for all these zombie mannequin things, which are just stupid as fuck. Um, yep. also, Al somehow learned how to do alchemy without using a transmutation circle. He saw the truth somehow with Tucker's experiments, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But eventually, you know, we get to the final showdown between Lust and Mustang. Uh, he torches her again, but it's not in the same, like, nowhere near. As yeah, good. like. They, they try to reuse some of the lines, but it just doesn't, mm-hmm. doesn't hit the same. Um, no, it's all real flat, like, real fucking flat. And, like, Ed doesn't really do anything during this time. Um, no. He's just kind of there. He's like, I bet Envy's on his last life. And he's like, torches Envy one time, and he's just like, oh, yeah, he was on his last life, huh? Oh, like, my God. Sure, dude. Um, yeah, kills Lust. Um, and, yeah, we see, we see Gluttony. He sees, he, he's, like, off in the corner, like, they've killed Lust, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, you forgot all about the, the the great gluttony penguin walk. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot gluttony gets to eat the soldiers, the the fake Lieutenant Ross that Envy was. And like when gluttony opens up, like the animation looks cool, and there's the eye in the middle of him, and like mm-hmm. that looks neat. But then they switch to this the back camera angle, and he's just like penguin walking with like these spike teeth sticking out of him. It just, mm-hmm. it just, it just looks fucking terrible. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and then uh, Ed gets the Philosopher's Stone from Lust, because Mustang, instead of just torching her, he, he rips the Philosopher's Stone out. Yeah, um, fucking pulls a Mortal Kombat Kano and just rips yeah. it out of her. Well, and then, like, the stone doesn't disintegrate like it usually does. Like, it's just a good yep. stone. Like, And he's like, here, Ed, get your body back. Yeah. And Ed's like, and Alphonse is like, no, I don't want to use a life. And then Al, or Ed slaps his hands together. He goes back to the door of truth. He's Al's body. Um, and an- another moment that it was full of emotion in the show has zero emotional impact here. He's like, oh, there's Al's body? No deal. No exchange. I'll be back later. All right. Uh, I'm back in present day. He's like, we're going to get your body back some way. Blah, blah, blah. Happy ending. post credit scene. Yeah, it- we get the Envy like little... The little worm thing. The little lizard worm thing that he... Yep. Because he's still alive. They do that also in the anime, um, but we're not quite... I mm-hmm. haven't really seen much quite of that there yet. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, that's pretty much the movie. Um, I know... Oh, it sucks. It fucking sucks. There's no reason to watch this movie ever. Yeah, I really brushed over some parts of it, but I mean, so did they, so... <laughs> who cares? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like... Turnabout is fair play. <laughs> um... Oh yeah. Um, this movie's at the bottom of my list, Cody. Bottom of my live action list, so you can just throw it right there. Yeah, I, there was just nothing. There was nothing I really liked. I thought it was cool um, that they got some of the voice actors, or like Ed, Allen, Winry. Um, mm-hmm. They got the original Ed, uh, the original Al, the original Winry. Um, the original Ed also did the so, other. Uh, 
though Al's balls had clearly dropped from 2003 to 2017, which makes sense because that's fucking 50. So you said he was 12 when he recorded the lines and probably very likely in 2002 since it came out in 2003. So in 2017, which means we're probably looking at 12 to 15 year age difference. Yeah, so he can't quite hit the voice as well anymore. He cannot. Um, <laughs> he 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 is. He sounds like Barry White. <laughs> however, <laughs> however, Caitlin Glass playing Winry. Um, yeah, she can still still nail it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm really surprised because like she's not in Brotherhood as far as I remember. I don't think she's mm-hmm. in. Let me just double check. I'm wrong. That is Winry from Brotherhood. Okay. Okay. Scratch that. So that is the same Winry from both. So Winry is the same as Ed, same person in both of them. Al got a new voice for um, Brotherhood. So mm-hmm. having those three for the English cast, and I believe I'd have to check all the Japanese cast to see if they were... No, no, mm-hmm. what am I saying? These are real actors. They're, of course they weren't voice acted. Um, <laughs> These I, are real actors. I what am I saying? I wonder if Al was. He... No, he wasn't. What am I saying? Surreal <laughs> actor. Yeah, I, they I, have their voices. I drew a blank there. Yeah. Um, oh, that's all right. I mean, I this movie was shit, and I will probably never ever watch it again. I, Cody, I have never been more proud to take something off of my Netflix list than I was this movie. Probably, I haven't been that happy since Seven Deadly Sins. Taking that off my Netflix list. Yeah. Um, I got to put it right back on for a movie. Yeah, I think it, I think it was just cool that they had those three voice actors um, for the English mm-hmm. dub. Um, but man, yeah, just, just the movie was trying to fit too much into two hours. I mean, they're trying to literally condense down twenty six episodes, which I think was a mistake. I, I think making this yeah. live action is a mistake. Um, there's way too much going on. Yep. Um, but, yeah. You know, they wanted to go for the cash grab, and the movie made eight million bucks. So. Hey, there you go. How many? How much did it cost to make? Uh, they don't list Eight that. Million. They don't list that, unfortunately. <laughs> but I'm sure it was a fucking disaster. Uh, 8.5 million. Ooh. I, I think the CGI alone probably cost them at least 20. Um, yeah, right. Because some of it looks real, real nice. Um, you can, you, you can definitely. There's definitely a point where the budget ran out. Yeah. Um. That's funny. But yeah. Uh, that's that's the movie. Um, it, we get to the end. We get to the fifth lab, and there's just a bunch of people there that don't need to be there, that don't serve any purpose. Um, nope, and it's not even the fifth lab. It's just some bullshit bunker sewer that they're in. Yeah. Um, why there needed to be zombies, it's like... We, yeah. we, we Which one could argue these... the fifth lab is a bunker sewer, but like they just combine the prison and the fifth lab, and let's just make it a fucking POW camp. I just hated how they made all these zombies, and it's like, why didn't we get... Why don't we have Barry the Chopper or like a Havoc? Like we could, we could have spent right. a lot less money on zombies and this random General Hakuro, and just yep. had like maybe Barry. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. I was trying to remember this, so I finished the movie last night, and I was like, I think there was a scene with like Havoc and Breda and all of them, but I was like, did I? Oh, well, not that I remember. I was trying to remember if I just like dreamed that up or just like made it up in my own head, <laughs> but I was like, oh, I I don't remember. Might have just been, Chris. I took some melatonin before I went to bed last night, so maybe. Oh, there you go. That'll do it. That might have just been it. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel like we could have spent the money on random zombies on better things. 
Yes, just a better movie. Yeah. So here we are. And just a better movie entirely would have been been something. Yeah. But um, that is Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> this is what we got. Yeah, like you said, we, we you brought up our um, our live action rankings. Um, so just to recap, everybody, uh, our live mm-hmm. action rankings are actually identical. So we both have sick number one Parasite, one and two. Mm-hmm. Number two, Along yep. the Wolf Brigade. Number three mm-hmm. is the Erased live action series. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't there an Erased movie also, or am I tripping? Oh, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember. I'd have to go back and listen to the episode. I think we have an episode like that. Um, mm-hmm. But regardless, um, Cowboy Bebop live action as number four, mm-hmm. and then number five is the Death Note Netflix movie. Now. Chris, where do you want to? Where are you going to put this on your list? Oh, firmly at the bottom. Okay. Um, I have to agree. I have to agree. Um, although it's yeah, like tough. It, it's, like the Death Note movie is also very fucking bad. Yes. But yeah, I, I like. Can we both? Can we have these both just at number five, like equally as bad? Well, I think we'll just see. You know, as as the. As our podcast continues and we watch more live actions, these two will be firmly planted at the bottom, I think. For Oh, yeah, we, we've got our anchors. Our list has its anchor, that's for sure. Yeah, because like I've seen the previews, and I talked about this before the cast. I've seen the previews for the next Full Metal Alchemist live action movie, and it actually doesn't look half bad. Like It actually like okay, okay. It, it doesn't okay. look good, but like it, it looks better than this. Okay, sure. uh, and look, I'm, I'm okay to... We, we've got to watch them at some point, so I am okay to, you know, give the second one. A, you know, I like Scar, so, you know, maybe maybe Scar will be done well. He doesn't look too good in the trailer, but we'll see. Yeah, and it looks like like the Ishfallen scenes. I, I saw Kimberly. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, maybe there will be something here. Um, we'll check it out. I hope, at least. Yeah. Dude, I really must have just had, like, a fucking fever dream and thought that Havoc and the boys made it into this movie somehow. Oh, man. I, I, whatever movie you were dreaming about, can we just watch that instead? Yeah, that's the that's the thing with melatonin. It, it helps you go to sleep, but you will have some wild dreams. Let me tell you. What. I love it. But I highly suggest that everybody try some melatonin gummies. <laughs> that's the stuff. There, there, there's no, you know, it, it's all stuff that your brain creates, so it's all, it's, it's a healthy sleep aid. Um, yeah, that's, Beautiful. I'm no doctor, but, you know. <laughs> but I've seen a doctor get played on TV. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm no doctor, but I've watched Scrubs. But yeah, if, if you take melatonin after watching this movie, you'll pretend there were more characters in it. Oh man, <laughs> we'll pretend do it was that. a better movie. Yeah, do with that what you will. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's the, that's the best part of the podcast. <laughs> Full Metal Alchemist will be sitting firmly at the bottom of our live action rankings. Now, Chris, fortunately, we have put this behind us, and we are getting back on, back on yes. the good stuff train. Um, yes. So we're going to be doing episodes twenty-seven through because we're we're done. We're doing thirteen again this week, right? Yeah, it's, it's thirteen four times, I think, and then twelve at the Perfect. end. So we'll be doing what twenty-seven through forty? I think thirty-nine. Okay. I think we'll. I think. I don't know. The math will the math will work itself out. Hopefully, um, somewhere around that range. I think at twenty seven. Thirty nine. It is. It is thirty nine. Yep. It is thirty nine. Okay. Cool. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, we're going to be covering Perfect. the episodes 27 through 39 of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood um, next week. Uh, hope everybody has a good Thanksgiving. Hope everybody has good Friendsgiving. Absolutely. But more important than Thanksgiving and, and Friendsgiving, Chris, tomorrow is uh, a very nationally treasured holiday. It is Skanksgiving, Chris. So, oh, baby, tell me more. <laughs> for all you <laughs> single uh, lads and ladies, uh, I hope you have a safe uh, bar hopping experience for, on Skanksgiving. Ah, uh, you know, yes. You know, I'll be out just to, just to see the action, see what happens. Uh, that's right. Just to watch the, just to be the best wingman you can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's all. That's uh, that's what you can do for your boys. Um, it's always a good night to go out. <laughs> it's a very interesting time down on down on Main Street, St. Charles. Uh, oh man! <laughs> so Chris, after our friends giving tomorrow, we're definitely going out and doing a little bar hopping. So, uh, oh baby, hope everyone has, has a safe. And fun holiday, getting getting to hang out with the fam and the friends, and our steaks giving, if you will, for Chris and that's right, Chris and the wife. Oh, wow. and we're making green bean casserole. Don't you worry. Uh, I, I, if you weren't Chris, I was, I was gonna, <laughs> I, I don't know what I would have done. I, w- I would have sent you a pan myself, because Chris, that you would have caught the red eye from St. Louis here to <laughs> Richfield. You'd have brought me a pan yourself. That's right, because that is what I'm in charge of making for this friendsgiving. Um, well. We we got the double we got the double pack of the French's crispy onions, one for us to eat, and then one to put on the uh, you know, on, on the green bean casserole. Exactly, that's the only way you can do it. I I, I go triple. Goddamn right, I go triple. But oh, maybe. yeah, my my green bean casserole, I think it costs like forty dollars a pan just just because oh, of how much man. just because of all the French fried onions. But <laughs> Tony, it's actually just all onions and cream of mushroom soup. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. The green beans are optional. Um, exactly. It's just casserole. Yeah, I actually, I, I've got to head to the store, uh, so I'm gonna head up to Walmart oh, up the street. So I, so I can good luck, to, good luck with that. Yeah, hopefully they're not sold out of fried onions. Uh, they probably are, and I'll have to go to a different store tomorrow. But oh man, either way, well, you better get your ass up to the. You better get your ass to Walmart and roll back them prices, sir. I, I will do what I can. Uh, Obviously, enjoy your holiday, Chris. Uh, if you guys are going out, Black you do the same. You guys are going out Black Friday shopping. I will see you in there. I will see you. Oh in, man, in the rumble. I've been, I've been working on my, uh, you know, I've been working on my shimmies and, you know, really just practicing my left hook. Yeah, you got it's bobbing and weaving, Chris. That's all. It's that's right. Um, that's right. It's unfortunate though, you know, and I don't mean to drag this out, but I'm disappointed, Chris, that I can just buy all the stuff online right now for the same price. It, it oh, takes... dude, Black Friday stopped being Black Friday like a long time ago, and it's like early Black Friday deals, uh, but it's October. What are you talking about? Yeah, like all the stuff I want to buy tomorrow, I can just put in my cart on Best Buy or GameStop or Walmart, and I'm like, well, that's no fun. Yeah. I want to get out it's there like, and wanna... cause some havoc. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> I want to be outside. Wanna, you want to fucking... You want to have the fucking you want to you want to hear the royal rumble like the bell. You want to be man number thirty getting in the fray. That's what I'm saying. Like I want, I'm going to be at Best Buy at five a.m. when they open those doors, mm-hmm. and some little scrawny kid's going to be like ten at a time, and I'm going to be like, "Fuck you!" Right? <laughs> <laughs> you will purposely be number eleven just because. Yeah. yeah, and we're just pushing him over, and we're moving through. Um, That's right. Yeah, hope everybody enjoys the uh-huh. holidays. And uh, enjoy enjoys the nice long weekend. Um, yes, I live for long weekends. Yeah, maybe maybe throw on some Power Rangers. 
for our boy Jason David Frank. Um, I will be watching Power Rangers this weekend. Yeah, I, I think everybody should at least just make an effort to try and at least flip on the movie. Um, yes. One of the greatest movies ever. Um, yeah, man. It, it's not the greatest movie ever. <laughs> Definitely up there. Soundtrack-wise, 10 out of 10. Uh, oh, beautiful. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, guys, <laughs> that's going to do it. Chris, I am... I'm all seltzered out. I'm Oh man, I'm bone dry over here too. I I am fucking skied up on fucking curio, baby. You are 750 milliliters exactly. <laughs> I am floating away. All right, man. Well, enjoy your enjoy the holiday and uh yeah, that's all I got. That is all I've got. Mm. Oh my god, I've got this I, powering. I, I'm sorry, Chris. I'm messing up our outro. I'm Cody Snodgrass. Oh, and I'm Chris Adams, and I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs>